So back to our story this afternoon. Uh, dermatology researchers from the University of Cape Town. Uh, okay, say the popular clean shaven style known as the chiscop could result in health problems. Uh, it has been found that nearly half of the clippers used in barber shops test positive for traces of blood. I did tweet that and a lot of people freaked out. And it's not like it's something that we, we don't know. You sort of have an idea and you do think about it when you walk into a barber shop like, oh, this clipper, is it good for me? Basically, I look at it the same way I look at a needle. You know, which is frightening. Like, okay, especially when you do the corner ones, you know, because then you think hygiene. But, you know, how serious is this? I've thought about it, though I still go and get my hair done. But I've I've noticed that, you know, um, the, the guys who do my hair are very responsible. And they always uh, clean the clippers before they cut my hair, if you know what I mean. So on the line, um, we've got Professor Enontlantla Kumalo. On the Glenzito Super Drive on Radio 2000. Hello, uh, Nontlantla. Hello, Glenn. Good afternoon to your listeners. Unjan. Yeah, I said, why are you scaring us? <laughs> I'm not scaring anyone. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> I posted this thing on Twitter. People are freaking out. They are scared. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So please explain to us what was done and what was found and why did you do this 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 research in particular? Okay, so this started when I was doing my PhD in public health. Yes. Uh, I'm a dermatologist by training, interested in hair disorders and hair loss in African people. Yeah. And um, and I was doing a study, I had no interest in this, and then I discovered that there were a lot of guys who were experiencing symptoms. I need to call a lama uh, shaving bumps that people have at the back of the head. You've seen that, right? Yes. Have you seen those, those shaving bumps? Yeah, yeah, yes. I've seen those bumps, yes. Yeah. So we call that condition folliculitis chiloidalis. And we've calculated that it affects 10.5% of men over the age of 18. Mm. So it's quite common. So I was worried about, you know, possible injury, thinking that it only affects people who've got that condition. Mm. Because I'm a pimples up again and they're doing it a kiscope haircut. But when we actually asked, uh, this was a, the original study was in Langa, we were asking guys who've got a uh, hair clipper, uh, who cut kiscope, have you ever seen blood mm. after a haircut? Or have you ever been tender or sore? We were quite shocked to find out that about a third of people have had that experience. So we mm. thought, no, let's do another study where we get a professional barber cutting the hair and I, as a dermatologist, look at the scalp, make sure the scalp looks fine, and then we take a swab and we swab the scalp and then we take that to the lab and we extract to see whether there is evidence of invisible blood. Mm. We were shocked again to find that we had nearly 40% evidence of invisible blood. Mm. In people where you don't see anything that looks like a, a cut. Mm. So then we thought, no, 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 this might be serious. So maybe what we should do is we should look at clippers. Yeah. And we did an aerial map of Cape Town. We told three townships, Bontieva, Langa, and Kukuletu. And out of those, we selected 50 uh, 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 barbers. We bought some very fancy clippers and we said to them, if you can give us your clipper that you use after doing a, a, a shave haircut, we'll give you this new one. Mm. And they all agreed. And I've got a, a young 
hematologist in training, Dr. Zangi Mestengane, who did the study, and she went out to meet these guys. And we just basically let a person do a, a, a haircut and give the haircut to her. We put it in a bag, we take it to the lab. When we get to the lab, we um, rinse the paper in special medium and we look for evidence of blood mm. as well as evidence of viruses. Mm. And the viruses we're looking for were HIV as mm. well as hepatitis B mm. because mm. hepatitis B also is trans- trans- transferred in the same way as the you know, as as as, as HIV, mm. and we were shocked to discover that we had more than thirty thirty percent of the clippers had blood. But not only that, we also had eight percent contamination with hepatitis B, mm. which was uh, active enough to cause an infection in someone else. Mm. So now you must remember, Gideon, that we don't know what the HIV status or the hepatitis B status of the people uh, who had the haircut. Mm. So it may be that when you do a bigger study and you repeat it, and you check and correlate the two, there is a higher risk. So the bottom line, really, is that what this study is telling us is that each is got a high prevalence of bleeding that's what this study yeah absolutely like sometimes you even get bumps on your head you know and you go back to the very um ferry salon or the barber shop and uh, when they cut you you are likely to bleed blood is likely to come out you know because you've got those bumps yeah so professor what recommendations would you suggest for individuals to keep away from possible infection so the, the big problem is this. Uh, viruses don't die with uh, spirits. And a lot of doctors yeah. use spirits to clean the, the clippers. So our, my, our recommendation is that just treat a cheesecloth haircut like you would treat a toothbrush. You would never share a toothbrush with anyone else, right? Yeah. So rather just buy your own clipper. If you're cutting cheesecloth. Buy your own clipper yeah. and take it to your favorite barber and let him cut your hair. But yeah. it's your own clipper and you know where it's been. Yeah. Until we sort this out, what we are currently conducting another much bigger study, which is going to look at the risk so that we can quantify the risk of potential transmission. But until then, that's a recommendation because unfortunately, most of the barbers can't properly sterilize the clippers. Yeah. Now, yeah and speaking about sterilizing, and uh, from Pretoria, obviously, wants to know if sterilizing the machines helps or works. Yeah. So, so there is some evidence that if you clean the clipper and you use the UV, the ultraviolet light sterilizing chambers, which yeah. very few barbers have, mm. that one, it looks like it does work. But there are also some sprays that you can buy from barber supply stores which have got antiviral mm. uh, in the label. If, if, as long as there's something that speaks about killing viruses or viricidal, then that spray would be, would be enough. But the problem is that, of course, you know, the, the largest majority of people don't have these things. So for safety for now, until you sort it out, it's probably better just to buy your own. Well, Professor, thank you so much for, for, for your time and for chatting to us on the Glenzito Superdrive on Radio 2000 and bringing us this knowledge. That's a pleasure. Thank you. Have a great day. So there you go. So what do you do? And clippers are so expensive, man. Like, you know, how many people can afford to buy a clipper? I mean, I'm sure you've been to different places to look for a clipper. 
they don't sell for anything less than 300, 400, 500, 600 rand. But I guess, you know, your life and your health comes first. And you need to buy yourself one just, just to make sure, just to be on the right side uh, of health. And I think the, 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 the next question that we'll ask you is, how does this affect you? Are you likely to change your grooming patterns? Please let us know. 89 110 Voice notes 060-584-2250. 060-584-2250.